fellow readers, I'm JM and I'm here to be your fan fiction storyteller. This is a podcast that I'll be trying out. Um, like me, I imagine you all love podcasts and if you're here, I also imagine you to be an avid fan fiction reader, such as myself. I've been wondering for a while how to smash the two subjects together so I can enjoy my fave fan fiction during the long drives to work and back, as well as when I do laundry, do the dishes. There are a lot of times when I'm doing things but my mind is bored and I just need to listen to something and most of the time I'll just play a podcast, but I don't know, it'd be nice to enjoy a little fan fiction, you know, instead of having to stop and pull it up on your phone and stop what you're doing. So here we are. First, I'm going to start with a little intro of myself. My name is not Jam, but um, my real name is actually really dull and boring and I hate it. And it's also the name of uh, the main person of a very popular uh, podcast that I enjoy. So I've decided to take on an alias, um, an alias of mine that I've used for many years, almost to the point it actually feels like my, my first name. Um, I'm 28 and I live in the southern part of the U.S. I'm not sure if you can tell accents. I can, I certainly can't, but I know people tell me I do. I don't have any kids or husbands, but I do have my baby, Willa. She's a one-year-old snowshoe Siamese cat. I named her after my late grandmother, who I called Mama. Um, her name was Willie Mae, and I named my cat Willa Mae. I think it was a seven part of me that I thought her name was Willa because I'd heard it in so long. Um, messed that one up, but whatever. <laughs> um, Mama, she was literally a second mother to me, and I still, to this day, it's been seven, eight years, I think, and since she passed, and... I still miss her so much and all I could think of was that I wanted to name my first child after her instead I got a cat so got my baby willow <laughs> um I've been reading fan fiction for 12 years which holy mother it's been a long time I feel old um I started when I was 16 um I was an anime lover um, and I stumbled upon uh, Inuyasha fanfiction. Um, I really, really loved Sashomaru. And somehow, I don't know how, I really can't remember, it's been so long. But I stumbled upon Sashomaru and Kagome fics. Mainly this one fic, I believe, it was the very first one. It was called Tales of the House of the Moon. It was Sashomaru and Kagome. And it... All I remember about it was it was really long and it had really amazing fan fan art and it was just very epic, very epic. Um, But that pretty much started my journey. Um, Let's see. I read Hetfix for probably a year or two when I fell madly, madly in love with the anime Death Note. Um, and at least at the time, the only fanfics for Death Note were Yaoi. Um, 
but I, I wasn't into Yahweh at the time. So I started reading as all that I could with Misa. But of course, um, there it's only Misa. So that's the only girl pretty much in the entire series, pretty much. So eventually I had to just give it up and I decided to try Yowie. Um, more specifically L, my god, and lights. Um, and pretty much after that, I mean, I don't know, it's weird to say this, but it's like once you go Yowie, you, just, you don't go back, apparently. <laughs> um, I exclusively pretty much read Yowie, but times have changed. It's called Flash now. Um, uh, I read pretty much only Slash. I read, um, mostly BTS fix. Occasionally, I still read Harry Potter. Um, when I read anime, it's, uh, Naruto. Um, sometimes I read Death Note still. But almost as, it's like the year, as the years have went by, I've stopped reading at the anime fanfiction. I've also drifted away a little from fanfiction.net, and I almost exclusively read on AO3. Um, I still used to listen on, or read, I also used to read uh, fanfiction on LiveJournal, but it's kind of hard to keep up with the LiveJournal ones, at least that's how I feel. And then a lot of the times you get locked out. And I just really, really, really hate that freaking goat that's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you couldn't find what you're looking for. I hate that goat. <laughs> I hate that goat. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, uh, this podcast is, um, literally going to be just me reading fanfiction so you can enjoy it. Like I said, while you drive tours etc this is purely for fun and enjoyment and i obviously won't be getting paid for it so please don't sue me <laughs> or uh yell at me uh i will be starting on the stories that i enjoy and love and then start with your stories i'll be accepting rex through fanficcast at gmail.com and then I also have a Twitter. Feel free to wreck anything, whether it be your own or someone else's. No matter the genre, fandom, couple, or orientation of couple. Or the rating, whether it be um, just a simple, fluffy, not really need a, any warnings or anything kind of fic. To the, slash, <laughs> the slashy, smutty, whatever you want. Um... I do, however, have some thick warnings. I will not accept anything with rape, non-consensual, incest, underage. Um, there may be more, I'm not sure. But these are fics that I will not read and I will not recommend. Feel free to enjoy those fics for yourself. No judgments. I just um, don't enjoy them myself. <laughs> so... Um, if you're not sure whether the um, the fic is okay, as long as it doesn't have the aforementioned warnings, go ahead, send it to me, and I'll take a look and judge it. Um, any thoughts, comments, and suggestions, please feel free to uh, leave me a comment on 
here uh, wherever you listen to the podcast or leave it on my twitter email me whatever just remember to please be nice i know it's hard not to be nice sometimes on the internet but please be nice (laughs) um and i think that's all of my intros um for today i'm going to start with a very simple short and thick The fic we're going to start with today is called One Minute English. It's by um, Rosie X, a lovely author. The story is um, Slash, it's um, BTS, and the main relationship is uh, Namjoon and Taehyung. Um, not really any warnings, I mean it's fluff, it's AU, it's romance, and I'm going to start with it because it's so damn cute. I mean, let's just read it and then I'll explain. <laughs> um, the summary is sometimes you don't need words to understand each other. Or Namjoon goes to Seoul and meets a handsome stranger. And it's just a very short, fluffy piece inspired by the Bratmon one minute English lesson on the latest V app broadcast. Or that's at least what the author says as to when this is written. Because I'm pretty sure that was like two or three years ago. <laughs> okay, story start. The man's voice is low and lovely, deep yet melodious, and Namjoon is transfixed, despite not understanding a single word. He blinks dumbly, struck speechless, not only by his genuine lack of language skills, but also by just how breathtaking this man is. Dark hair falls across darker eyebrows, a sharp jawline frames a soft yet handsome face, the wintry sunlight casting da- dappled marks over the tan skin of his cheeks. The stranger mirrors Namjoon's stare with his own similarly blank one. He says something again, lips curving up jovially at the end of a sentence, as though offering some small joke that Namjoon desperately wishes he understood. His lack of response must seem rude, so he answers the best he can. Sorry, I don't speak Korean. And he truly is sorry. Namjoon has no idea what the man is saying, but Namjoon feels as though it would brighten up his day immensely to hear it. For now, he makes do with the surprised flutter of eyelashes and hint of blush that creeps across the stranger's features once he hears Namjoon's American lilt. He doesn't walk away, though, simply sits down on the bench next to Namjoon and looks at him curious. He seems to be pondering something, eyebrows scrunched together in concentration. My name is Young. Namjoon can't help but smile, the sentence slow and heavily accented, but clear enough. Taehyung smiles back, pleased, and his eyes shimmer with interest. I'm Namjoon. Taehyung keeps on smiling. Namjoon sincerely regrets ignoring his parents' attempts to teach him Korean as a child. He's learned a few phrases over the years, but really, it's embarrassing how little he can speak. He never had any interest in learning a language that wasn't even his parents' first language. It was something old, something his grandparents found important, but not Namjoon Kim. Nope, he was American through and through, and there were much more crucial things to be doing as a kid than learning an, an irrelevant language. 
how he regrets it bitterly now as he lays in bed that evening. The business conference he's attending lasts five days, and from the first moment he sets eyes on Young, he just wants to know and understand him more and more. They managed some stilted chat on the park bench earlier, although it was hard for any real conversation to flow. At least not any further than introductions, where they live, hobbies, anything taught at a basic level in schools. Not that it deterred either of them from exchanging phone numbers. To what end, Namjoon is entirely sure. Conversation over text seems even more impossible than in person. The first photo comes through during the earliest seminar Namjoon attends. The second shows up when he's hiding out by the coffee machine during a break, trying to avoid the dreaded corporate networking. The third sets his phone buzzing during the last session of the day. They're all of different places in Seoul. Young apparently keen to give him a virtual tour despite being trapped in the soulless conference center all day. Namjoon eventually sends him back a picture of a half-empty lecture hall, a dreary presentation on the screen, and a smattering of gray and black suits in the chairs. Young sends back one of himself this time, mouth turned down in a sympathetic pout. Namjoon's stomach somersaults. Namjoon's 20 minutes late to the dinner, but he feels it's actually fairly reasonable. The awkward telephone call during which Taehyung apparently decided that yelling the words would make them more understandable, is it it, wasn't the most helpful for giving Namjoon directions to the restaurant. When he does turn up, panicked and disheveled and late, Taehyung just smiles at him warmly and motions for him to sit down. Taehyung takes over the ordering, selecting dish after delicious dish, until they are both too full to move. It doesn't matter how difficult making conversation can be, because simply being in Taehyung's company feels easy and far too natural. From the way his gaze keeps lingering on Namjoon, he sort of hopes that Taehyung feels that way about him too. It's the third day when their quiet companionship gets a little more intense. When Taehyung introduces Namjoon to Soju, and Namjoon's thinking starts to become slower, more blurred. So much so he doesn't quite realize that it's happening until it's over. Namjoon watches as the elevator doors close, Taehyung's happy and giddy face disappearing from view as the elevator starts to slowly rise to the floor of his hotel room. Namjoon brings his fingers cautiously to his mouth, as though he might erase the touch, lose the memory. He doesn't though, and he falls asleep that night with his mind full of stolen kisses and the way that Taehyung's soft, breathy laughter felt against his lips. Words are almost completely unnecessary when their limbs are entwined, pillows and bedsheets falling to the floor as their bodies press together, heated and needy and almost desperate. They only met four days ago, but Namjoon feels as though he's been waiting for this for much longer. Is too good, too perfect, the way Taehyung fits against him like this, fits next to him as they walk down the street, as though there has been a space in Namjoon's life that's always been ready for Taehyung to fill, as illogical as that may sound. Taehyung's fingertips trace eagerly, eager trails over Namjoon's chest, along his thighs. Namjoon wants to close his eyes, savor every sensation, but he can't resist watching Taehyung as his lips follow the path of his fingers. Namjoon's heels press into the mattress and his jaw goes slack when Taehyung's mouth sinks down on him, the wet, messy heat feeling close to heavenly. 
Taehyung's hair is soft between Namjoon's fingers, but Namjoon doesn't guide him, just strokes of the strands, calming and encouraging at the same time. The sounds that spill past Taehyung's lips when Namjoon slides into him, however, well, those make Namjoon's stomach swirl, his insides hot and writhing with want, with desire. Taehyung is warm and good and right. And Namjoon feels stupidly like he's home, despite being thousands of miles from where he lives. A litany of words fall from Taehyung as Namjoon fucks him slow and deep and passionate. Namjoon doesn't understand a single one other than his own name, but he doesn't really care. All he cares about is the way that they're uttered, breathless and dripping with pleasure, and that's enough to make Namjoon happy. Sentences escape Namjoon tune. Things that he never thought he would hear himself say, and he sincerely hopes that Taehyung's English is indeed as bad as it seems, because he can't hold back from describing how wonderful Taehyung feels, how amazing he is, and how badly Namjoon wishes that this wasn't a one-time affair. As full of unexpected emotions as the night brings, it's the last morning when Namjoon feels the full brunt of them. When he wakes up to Taehyung nestled in his arms, to lazy smiles and even lazier kisses. Namjoon's a man who likes to talk with people at great length about anything and everything. And yet despite barely understanding each other, he feels a connection with Taehyung, like he's not experienced with anyone else. Putting on his suit that morning is the slowest he's ever gotten dressed. Far too distracted by watching Taehyung sprawled out on the bed, sleepy and smiling. Namjoon's chest gets and barely bleeds tight when Taehyung's palm smooths across the front of his shirt, fingers wrapping around his tie to pull Namjoon down into one more slow, tender brush of lips together. Goodbye. It's one of the few words that Namjoon does understand, and yet the only one he wishes that he didn't. He pulls Taehyung into an embrace, arms holding on to each tighter than it needs to be. It's only been five days, and yet, and yet Namjoon feels like he's leaving something far bigger, leaving the promise of what could have been, if only circumstances were different. He presses a soft kiss to Taehyung's temple, and Taehyung presses a scrap of paper into his hand. Namjoon waits until he's on the plane to open it keen to read what it says and to help ease the image of Young, giving him a small sad wave for farewell before he walks through security. Namjoon unscrolls it and his heart sinks. It's in Korean, he can't understand. Who is this from? His mom raises an eyebrow, intrigued and suspicious. Namjoon hopes that it isn't anything watchy. He hadn't even considered that, but from the look his mom is giving him, he's beginning to get a little concerned. It doesn't matter who's it, who it's from, Namjoon says. What does it say? Let's not give up on something so special so easily. Namjoon blinks, surprised, just as his phone buzzes in his pocket. Taehyung grins, giving a thumbs up and uttering something far too quickly for Namjoon to pick up. Namjoon prints a little at the praise. Well, what he thinks is praise, at least. Korean is fucking hard. Thanks, Namjoon mutters, switching back to English. Your turn. Taehyung purses his lips together, looking up at the ceiling. Now, for the first time, Namjoon longs to be there, to be seeing his expressions in person, rather than over a video call. But it is enough, for now at least. Uh, 
I am looking forward to seeing you again. Taehyung breaks out into a grin, and Namjoon can't help but do the same at the sentiment. Not perfect, but pretty close. I can't wait either. The airport is packed with people, but Namjoon spots him immediately, surrounded by way too many bags for one week's stay. Namjoon chooses to save that comment for later, instead much more focused on flinging his arms around Taehyung and muffling the surprised laughter with a kiss that has been far too long coming. One year too long. Neither says anything for a while, just gazing at the other. Taehyung's eyes are full of warmth and excitement and Namjoon's stomach flips. He sees it too, he's sure of it. Sarangye Taehyung, he whispers, the one word he has been saving to use in person. Taehyung's teeth show as he grins, wide and happy. He leans in, bringing his lips to Namjoon's in a gentle yet dizzying kiss. His words are pressed against the corner of Namjoon's mouth when he eventually replies, I love you too. <laughs> Story end. <laughs> okay, all. Not the most perfect story reading, I know, but it's my first, and I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, first, let me just say, of course, I could have started it with that guess I, um, but I wanted to say, before we carry on, talk about anything on the story is that remember this is not my story i'm only a fan and a reader and a storyteller apparently um so if you liked this story make sure and go give the author rosie x r-o-s-i-e-x all one word go give the author a kudos and a like and definitely a review you can find the story on ao3 i'll be giving a link to it on my show and as well on my Twitter. Um, but yeah, make sure to go show the author that you did enjoy this story. Because they're the ones that deserve, they deserve the kudos and likes for creating something for free. That just makes, just to make us happy. You need to know that you like it and that you want more and encourage them to keep writing. So please, please, please go give them a like. Also, give them a like so I don't feel so bad for reading a story that's not mine. Um, uh, let's see. I really love this, um, this fic. I don't always like... I gotta say, I don't always like short stories. I used to, when I was younger, I used to read, like, really short, the the one-shots. I loved one-shots. Smutty, filled one-shots. Um, but as I've gotten older, I, I don't like that. I like long, slow burns, um, a long relationship, getting to know one another, blah, blah, blah. But there's something so, it's so beautiful, the fact that neither one speaks the other language, but they feel a connection, they, they're attracted to each other, they're interested in each other, 
and they sort of communicate through texting through broken language and I mean it's all it's it's enough that's and I don't know it's hard to explain it's so beautiful though especially oh, that part at the end it always gets me when his he gets, shows the letter to his mom and she asks who it's from and he asks what it says and she says let's not give up on something so special so easily oh, love that and then they it's beautiful. That's all I can say. It's beautiful. Uh, please, please go give Rosie X um, a kudos and a comment. And if you enjoyed this, give me a kudos and com a comment down here. <laughs> There's no kudos, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, as I go further on, um, I will be doing longer fix. But I kind of just wanted to start off with a simple, not as smut-filled one, obviously. Um, I wanted to just put something out there. Um, and I thought I'd start with one that I really love, and I love this one. So, thank you for sitting and listening, or doing whatever you're doing and listening. Um, today we read One Minute English by Rosie X. And this was the fan fiction cast. Thank you.